listening to the Life Edit Project podcast, where busy, ambitious high achievers get the tools they need to fight overwhelm and overthinking with balance, self-mastery, and a positive mindset. I'm your host, Elizabeth Burroughs. I'm serving up bite-sized truth bombs in a judgment-free zone based on my perspective as a life coach, wife, mom, and recovering overachiever. We keep it real over here, which usually means some combination of insightful, entertaining, and a hot mess express. So if you're looking for perfection, look elsewhere. But if you're still with me, let's dig into this week's episode. Good day, good people. <laughs> Happy New Year. This is the first episode of the Life Edit Project podcast of 2024. And I got to say, as always, I'm excited to be here. So we're still in the postseason, which means season one is over. Season two has not officially started, but I didn't want to leave y'all hanging and let the podcast go dark. So that means I'm bringing you a conversation that is not new, but it's new to the podcast. So what you're about to hear is a rebroadcast of an Instagram live stream I did a while back that I'm thinking you're going to enjoy. So this week's episode is about self-care. And if you've been rocking with me since last year, way back in 2023, you might recall that I did a whole four-part mini-series on the different elements of self-care in season one. Actually, there were a total of five episodes about self-care last season because I teed up the mini-series with an episode about like what self-care is and the most common mistakes I see high achievers making with self-care. So if you are interested in revisiting those episodes, which I highly recommend, check them out. Those are episodes 12 through 16. So today's conversation is about another mistake I see high achievers making when it comes to self-care. This is a really good conversation, but I have to warn you, prepare to feel called out. You will probably recognize yourself in some of the foolishness that I describe, so brace yourself for that. Also, towards the end, you will hear me promoting a virtual summit that was happening where I was one of the featured presenters. Um, it, it ended a long time ago, and it's too late to get a free ticket or even purchase a VIP pass, so don't bother going to look for it. There is no link in the show notes for you to follow. That's that's over and done with. But what you will find in the show notes is a link to book a sales call with me to sign up for my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. So if you are finally ready to build a self-care practice that works for you and your life in 2024, now's the time and I'm the coach that can help. Book a call with me today and let's get started. All right, that's all the intro I have for you today. It's time to talk about this self-care mistake that you're probably making. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey. There are a lot of ways to approach self-care and what matters most is that what you're doing works for you. But we make a lot of the same mistakes when it comes to self-care and I'm going to tell you today about one mistake that we're all making and what we can do differently instead and how to fix it. So 
join me right now for this quick conversation. I promise I won't hold you long because I don't have a lot of time, um, but this is super important. So click like, share this broadcast, tag some friends in the comments if you believe they need this message because it's super important. So first an introduction. My name is Elizabeth Burrows and I am the founder and the creator of the Life Edit Project. Um, and I'm also a life coach and a mindset coach. And one of the things that I love to talk about, if you follow me, you're not surprised, is self-care. And that is because, child, we all need it. We don't get enough of it. Like self-care is such an important part of living a well-rounded life. And self-care has been a huge part um, in my own journey of transformation that ultimately led me to coaching and I want to make sure that you all have the tools that you need. So let me like dig in, right? When it comes to self-care, you need a self-care practice, right? This means that self-care is not just a list of things that you can do and a list of things that you can check off, but rather self-care is something that requires a bit of experimentation, right? Um, there's no such thing as perfecting your self-care because what you need as a person will change over time because you know, you're human, right? And what you need from day to day might be different. What you need from year to year might be different. Um, and I want to make sure that you all like get this concept first, right? A self-care practice means that you've got to keep learning what works, right? Um, so, so that's the first thing. And what works for you will not be the same thing that works for me because we're different people. And good morning, Tiffany. Good morning, Miss Toy. Is that your name? Glad y'all are here. Um, so part of learning what works is paying attention to what you respond to, right? But here is the mistake that I see so many people making, myself included. I'm going to tell y'all a story in a minute. We are out here believing that we have to earn our self-care. Y'all, we're out here believing that there is something we have to do to be worthy of our self-care. And I just want you to know that it's not true. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Okay? No, not true. Not at all. If you're picking up what I'm laying down, like, give me some hearts. Let me know you're here. Let me know that you're jiving with this, right? So, and believing that we have to earn our self-care is the kind of thing that it's real sneaky, right? Like our brains, our minds get real sneaky and this shows up in a couple of different ways. So one way that this might show up is that you're telling yourself that um, your self-care is something that you do to treat yourself, right? And so it looks like, okay, first I'm going to clean all you know do all the laundry and wash all the dishes and wash the walls from top to bottom in my house and then once i do that i will treat myself to a nap right no eh, wrong if you are tired sis you need a nap and a nap is not a treat you don't need to earn your self-care you are already worthy of your self-care because you have a self Self-care is not a luxury. Self-care is not a treat. Self-care is a necessity and a utility. You know what a utility is? A utility is something that you cannot do without. A utility is something that is necessary for the quality of life that you're trying to maintain. 
boom i'm gonna let that sit right there while i sip my coffee good morning good morning y'all i'm feeling fired up because this is a lesson that i've been thinking about this week for myself right um because here's the thing there's always so much more that needs to be done and a lot of the things that we use to um earn a lot of the tasks that we put before ourselves that we need to accomplish in order to earn our self-care are the kinds of things that are never done you are never done with laundry you can only get caught up with it i'm gonna say that again because some of y'all never thought about it you can never be done with cleaning the kitchen you can only ever be caught up with it mm. and so if you are trying to hold yourself to the standard of completing things that are never ever finished before you can earn the right to be cared for you're doing it wrong and i know i feel like i'm yelling at you but it's because you need this self you need you need this tough love right now and i care about you too much to let you go on treating yourself this way here's another way that this whole belief shows up this whole belief of we need to earn our self-care shows up it shows up when yeah yeah child i'm preaching this morning somebody needs to hear it share it click like and share share the word share the good word um so here's here's how this also shows up you ready for this and and i'm holding my hand up guilty guilty um <clears throat> we believe that we need to be in crisis mode in order to justify a moment of self-care mm, hurts don't it it stings i know if you believe that you need to be on the verge of a mental breakdown in order to justify taking a mental health day you're doing it wrong yeah got some hearts on that one because mm -hmm. y'all feel that one i know i know been there done that i was there just this week let me tell y'all what happened this week um the short answer is nothing terribly dramatic but i told myself that th but there were a lot of little things that were happening have happened are still happening a lot of little things that together are adding up and creating some stress for me right there are things that are grading on my heart and my emotions and my nerves and my body physically and all of that right and because you know each incident singularly wasn't necessarily something that was life or death for me i told myself that because i was feeling it and that i was feeling like this deep sense of unease and like literally i told my husband that i just want to throw the whole week in the garbage right and when i said that i told myself sis you're being dramatic but no the truth is the little things can add up and the little things matter. Why? Because our lives are made up of tiny moments strung together. And so if you're having a week of tiny moments that are filled with tiny stresses, it all adds up. It's cumulative, right? And here I was telling myself that I didn't need any kind of special care or attention because I wasn't in a crisis right that that i didn't deserve to be feeling some type of way because it wasn't that bad and let me tell you this <clears throat> you don't need to be in crisis in order to deserve to be cared for you don't so 
I promised y'all that I would tell y'all what to do instead. I only have a couple more minutes before I need to end this broadcast. When, <clears throat> instead of believing that you need to earn your self-care, the antidote to this is to believe that you deserve to be treated with care and compassion always. I'm gonna say that again. Instead of believing that you need to earn your self-care, the antidote to this is to believe that you deserve to be treated with care and compassion always. And this is important for the concept of self-care because self-care literally means that you have to be the first person to care for yourself in order to allow others to care for you. When, you're, when you are in a relationship with yourself where care and compassion is the baseline, you open up the possibilities of, of others treating you with care and compassion also. You needed to hear that. I know you did. And how would you treat someone else? Anyone else is not you, right? Because we're always harder on ourselves. How would you treat a loved one? Think of a loved one, someone that you love. You love and care for them. You treat them with compassion. If they came to you and told you that a minor incident was stressing them out, how would you tell them that they're supposed to feel? Would you invalidate their experience? Would you tell them that they shouldn't be feeling anything? No, you're going to honor what they're going through. They're going to say, hey, you know what? It's okay. It happens. You're human. Treat yourself with grace, right? These are all the things. These are all the pep talks we give to the people that we love and care for around us. But these are exactly the same types of love and compassion that we withhold from ourselves. Sis, you deserve more. You do. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm on it. This is, I, I, like I said, I don't have a lot of time. I'm going to stop this right here because, well, I mean, I'm, I have a few more things to say. Um, and if you have any questions or comments, just drop them in the comments. Um, but I really wanted to come on very quickly to share this because this is such a common misconception that we have with self-care. Believing that we need to earn it, believing that we don't deserve it unless we're in crisis mode. When the fact is that we are always in need of care and compassion and care and compassion is the way that we should always be approaching ourselves. And when you learn to treat yourself with care and compassion, the way you treat yourself, what you allow yourself to experience, um, what you tolerate in your life lessons, right? I mean, it, these are just the natural outcomes of how we see ourselves and what we believe about ourselves. So I'm going to recommend two things, right? If this is, you know, tap dancing on one of your nerves and you feel like, oh, ooh, ooh, sis hit a nerve. Um, here's what I want to offer you. Two things. One is that today is the last day of the Find Your Balance International Self-Care Summit. Today is Friday, December 9th. Um, if you're watching the replay. so But today is the last day of the Find Your Balance International Self-Care Summit. It has been a five-day online virtual summit um, filled with self-care experts and other coaches like myself who have all offered different training sessions each day. Um, if you signed up, if you can, there's still time to sign up for a free pass right now and access the trainings that are live today online. Um, the sessions, though, from the first four days are already locked if you have a free pass. And today's sessions will be locked 
um, at midnight Eastern time, right? That's when, that's when things close up. However, if you want to unlock all of the training sessions from the summit, plus access some premium bonuses, including a coaching session with your girl, then you can uh, upgrade to the VIP pass and you can get a coaching session with myself and three other coaches from the Find Your Balance International Self-Care Summit, okay? And these ladies are all talking about so many wonderful things of self-care, so many different aspects of self-care. My training session was all about healthy boundaries as a form of self-care. Um, yesterday, uh, a wonderful coach, Cassie, was talking about burnout, which was fabulous. Um, and uh, there have been so many other sessions. I, there are too many. I'm going to forget names. Um, I wasn't prepared to do that. But there's time to sign up for that. You can click the link that is in my bio to get to the Find Your Balance uh, self-care summit page and get your ticket, right? Get your free pass if that's all you have time for. If you just want to catch you about three sessions today, you can do that. If you want to unlock everything, plus the bonuses, plus the coaching sessions, upgrade to the VIP pass. Next, what I also want to offer you is that if you need some help and support building a self-care practice for yourself that truly honors you, if you need someone to make sure that you are taking the principles of healthy self-care and applying them, them to yourself with love and compassion and care, get you a life coach is what I'm going to say. And guess what? I am a life coach. I am a mindset coach. That means that I help my clients unpack and declutter their minds. We get rid of the things that don't belong. We help them put back the things that do belong so that they can show up as their best selves in their lives. And a big part of that is caring for yourself and believing that you deserve to be cared for. Um, but what I also find is that when you're doing something that is so different than what you have, than the way you have normally operated, it can be super helpful to have someone working with you step by step along the journey that is cheering you on and believing in you when you are not yet ready to believe in yourself. And that is part of the space that I hold for my clients. So if you want to treat yourself, uh, oh wait, no, we're not treating ourselves, ladies. We're giving ourselves what it is that we need. If what you need right now is to work with a coach, there's also a link in my bio to sign up for a free discovery call with me. That is where um, you'll have a chance to talk with me. We'll hop on a Zoom session and we'll talk face-to-face -face online about what it is that you need, um, what kind of changes you're looking to make in your life and how I can help you. And we get to decide if working together in a one-on-one -on -one coaching relationship is what you want and is what works best for you. So if that's something that you're interested in, the link to book a discovery call with me to talk about coaching is also in my bio. So those are two things that I wanted to offer for you. know what? No, I got a third thing, a third thing, y'all. Um, I have a free resource that I developed earlier in this pandemic. I developed a self-care bingo worksheet. If you have no idea how to build a well-rounded self-care practice that cares for you mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, and all that stuff, download my self-care bingo worksheet. And the way you use the self-care bingo worksheet is to use it daily and try to get bingo. 
daily. It's filled with tiny little things that you can do for yourself that will help you care for yourself in all of the ways that you need it. Um, so the link to the self-care bingo worksheet is also in my bio and that's available to you for free. So I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope this was helpful. I gotta go y'all. Um, but bless y'all have a wonderful, uh, end of the week. Um, or whenever you're watching this, have a wonderful day. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Life Edit Project podcast. I'd love to hear what your favorite moment or key takeaway was from this conversation. You can send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter to let me know. My handle is at Life Edit Project, all one word, in all the places. My social media is linked up in the show notes to make it easy for you. Holla at your girl. I'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, don't just stay busy with the life you have. Get busy creating the life you want.